Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz, which is actually kind of fun, and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new-to-you styles. You guys understand what our lives look like. We are on tour. We are on television. We are hosting events. We can't be seen in the same top dress all the time. An armoire makes our lives easy. We're able to show up looking amazing. And let me tell you something. We are hardworking women and over 45. So, you know, we got to, you know, look good, okay? That's what I'm saying. I mean, we all know the feeling, right? You open your closet, it is full, but you quite literally have nothing to wear. Enter Armoire. Armoire allows you to rent high quality designer clothing for every occasion. Whether you're planning your outfit for a date night, packing for a conference, or in need of a gown for a black tie event, which is like an extinction level event for me. You will be the best dressed person in the room without ever having to brave a fitting room with fluorescent lights. And we all know how we feel about those. Oh, did we mention that Armoire is also woman-founded and woman-led, okay? Mm. Like us, okay? They even spotlight women-owned designers on their website. So we know we're wearing brands that are aligned with our values. We love that we can support a business that is built by women like us. And if you are ready to have your dream closet delivered to your door, you must try Armoire. We promise you will never, ever be without the perfect outfit for any occasion ever again. That's right. And right now our listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just Woo! visit armoire.style slash frangela. That is armoire.style. Again, that's A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash frangela to get up to 50% off your first month and never ever worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today. Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, says she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to support any dog's health, their food. So she decided to create something she could actually feel good about feeding her dogs. And we all want that, right? Mm-hmm. It's called Superfood Complete. Superfood Complete is made with over 30 of the healthiest ingredients on the planet, including several superfoods that are vital to your dog's health. Badlands Ranch also sponsors the Jason D. Heigl Foundation, which has helped rescue thousands of dogs and place them in loving homes. Dogs across America are trying this food and experiencing amazing health benefits. That's right. My dogs love it. My little picky, picky dog, my boss dog, Twombly, is finally eating. And I've tried everything. I mean, I've tried prosciutto, people. <laughs> so go to badlandsranch.com slash Frangela and order right now to get up to 50% off your regular priced order with a 90 day money back guarantee. 
If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to Badlands, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S, ranch.com slash Frangela today. Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Moji Alawode-L. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post-row hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe, because when BS is popping, we pop off. M-S-W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Hi, I'm Frances Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. And we are Frangela, and welcome to... I am really proud. I am really honored. He's a jackass. Stop it. Get off it, Donald. Hey, what happened? Stupid is, stupid does, sir. You blow it! You idiot! Idiot of the week! Week, 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 week! Thank you for joining us, for subscribing and downloading and reviewing with five stars, the only possible review, uh, this podcast and all of the podcasts on Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and MSW Media. We thank you. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. And speaking of appreciation, thank you so much to all who are and have been in the past and will be in the future our Patreon subscribers and supporters, we cannot thank you enough. You are literally keeping this Black woman business afloat and alive. So we thank you. You're showing up. The rest of the world, I got I got notes for, but y'all are showing up. <laughs> you know what? You can pat yourself on the back because you're amazing. You are amazing. And I mean, you know times are hard. Not everybody can. And we so appreciate and love you just for being here and for doing it. And if you can... You are helping us survive. So thank you. You are the wind beneath my uh, You know wind. what? If you, do, if you up your donation, I will make sure that never happens again. <laughs> this. Your donations can put a stop to this. <laughs> What's going on right now? I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm so, so I'm sorry. My, I'm grabbing my bosom. It's I'm awful. singing from my heart. It's awful. <laughs> and the way we say thank you for being a Patreon fan is we send three idiots a week to you. That's our gratitude, yes, our thanks do. in action. It's amazing. You talk about self-care. Let me tell you something. You're going to laugh your way to wellness. This is what you're going to do. Yes, you will. We go through the stupid stack. If you've ever sent an idiot, that's where you're going to find it in the micro idiots for our thank you to you for being a Patreon. And also, you know what? You can get a cameo for get a cameo. from us. Yeah. Yeah, you get a cameo. We can wish you happy birthday, happy anniversary. Just you know, give you a pep talk because you know sometimes even boss bitches need a pep talk. That's right. Sometimes even boss bitches, you can give it as a gift if you want. And we also want to say thank you for tuning in on Fridays for us with Stephanie Miller. 
mm-hmm. where we do the Black Power Hour. What happens then, Angela? This is where two gigantic, in terms of their reach <laughs> and their enormous beauty and intelligence, Black women, Stephanie Miller and Stephanie Mills, switch places mm-hmm. for an hour. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing thing to behold. Wow. It is. It is. It is victorious. Well, let's get going. First up, this is from John, the Wasp Commander. Thank, Thank you. you, John. And I, and I do want to say, Francis, that John and I think that you have been, um, I don't want to say totally co-opted, but that you might be under the influence of the spider cabal. Okay. Okay. Well, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck this. All right. I mean, let's it's just John and I, John and I have noticed. Oh, front seat street. Oh. <laughs> Jangela has you noticed. You froze on me. Jangela. Jangela. Jangela has Ooh. noticed that you Ooh. have not. You, you, you get real quiet when we talk about the evil spiders. I'm just saying. Okay. You need to let okay. you need to let it be known where you fall in this war, Francis. There is no middle ground. <laughs> Okay, I have been found out. I've been working as a double spy on the other side for the enemy. I, it's true. It's true. You heard me go silent. You heard me go radio silent on the fucking spiders. All right. That's right. Okay. And when you, when they're your bosses, it's true. When they're telling you what to do, it's going to be too late. Listen. It's going to be too late. Times have been hard. I got a kid going to college. You don't understand. They got to me. They touched me. They reached out. Malcolm Nance can explain how I was co-opted <laughs> to the other side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You become the spider cabal's useful idiot. You become their useful idiot. You know that? You're a spider useful idiot. A suey. Um, <laughs> that's, that isn't our idiot but it needed to be said because John wrote, wrote us this weekend I, I was like I believe you're right John so I'm glad that's out there now we know what we're dealing with wow uh, you, know what? you guys are far more attentive than I ever have been that's why we're up on that wall <laughs> John and I are on that wall for you you want us on that wall we called the code red fuck it <laughs> Fucking, we've called the code red. I'm sick of you people. I'm sick of you people. It's John and I against the world. All right, first idiot from John. (laughs) Venomous snake bites man after being sealed in bottle for a year. Let me tell you, can we stop right there? Yep. We are all the snake in the bottle. Okay. Okay, I got it. That's a quotable. We are all the snake in the bottle. We are all the snake in the bottle. You know what? We need to start using that. Let's try to remember to use it on Friday with Steph on Stephanie Miller. We are all the snake in the bottle. We are all the snake in the bottle. Uh just just waiting to strike out. <laughs> just wait for that time. I don't care that you have covered me in fucking booze, sealed mm-hmm. me up, mm-hmm. sold me off. Mm-hmm. I'm going to act like a fucking fool when I get out of this fuck. You know That's that right. snake. That's right. Day in, day out. Watch <laughs> let, let, let them open this cap. Let them open this cap. Just half, just a, a millimeter. I'm going to be ready when they open this cap. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to be ready. You got me in this bottle, but I'm going to get myself the fuck out. 
<laughs> this is what I like about this is the thing. At first, I was like, damn. Now I, I'm going to say number one, although I am not a, a religious person. Um, I was like, oh, I totally get why snakes are evil in the Bible. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Because snakes fuck oxygen fuck food snakes live on hate and rage that's what they eat and revenge and revenge that's what snakes live on that's what they eat is pain okay and every you were right every minute of every day for over a year that snake has been in that bottle going let this motherfucker open this bottle let this motherfucker open this bottle just open this bottle gonna fuck with me like this oh you gonna put me in a bottle oh we gonna see who gonna go in a bottle Motherfucker, I got some venom for you. Oh, you want right. you want what I got? That's you right. about to keep himself in shape like that Ashley Judd movie where she goes to prison for killing her husband, but she didn't kill him. He alive. And yeah. she starts working out because when she gets out, she's gonna fuck him up. That's what that snake's doing. Snake ups, push ups, and <laughs> yoga and shit, getting ready, Pilates. Everything. So apparently this man bought three bottles of uh, snake wine, which I need to stop right there. Snake wine? That's what I'm telling you, snake wine. Let me tell you, everything about this is wrong. Now, here's the thing. I understand that culturally we have done all kinds of things. I know that, you know, a lot of the perfume I enjoy have uh, tank tiger balls in them. Uh, Just, you know, tiger musk. And they got to get it some kind of way. You know what I mean? But I have to ask myself, though, does any culture need snake wine? <laughs> like, I mean. And I have to ask myself, do I need to rub myself with with tiger balls? I, You know what? That I see a need for. But... <laughs> <laughs> like if if you've ever had blemish like they're wonderful and i have no idea okay. but, but what i what i do think is fucked up is that they put a snake alive in this bottle that's right it's okay what it's in it's fucked up it's but really it's not cool also i feel like at that point this is a fair fucking fight like that's fuck what i'm you. telling you i'm on I'm the snake you. side in this bitch you know can i just say this really quickly do you remember i don't know i'm a couple of years older than you but do you remember all the years where every toy at every fair was like a frog inside of a keychain and it would be alive or a fish? No. Yeah, these were some long years. These are these are the years that separate us, which I think is literally <laughs> two years. I, there must have been, they feel like they were really long, like they were a good they 20 were to 30 really years. long years. Between the the disappearance of the vegetable cart and, and live animals being in things. No, I don't know. We had the telephone and stuff, so I don't know. <laughs> and, and electricity was in every house. Fuck so I don't, I don't know. I don't know from your weird fucking antebellum ass childhood. I don't know what portal your childhood busted through. Okay, okay. But but I remember you don't remember like all of that? No, these things, I I mean I, you know what? I always thought Chicago was like a city, but the way that you the stories you have, it sounds rural as fuck. Like I don't I'm so sweary today, you guys. Um No I I don't understand. Okay, this is what I don't understand, Francis, about snake wine. <laughs> Apparently this has happened before. 
Yes, it has happened before. A similar incident reportedly took place in China in 2013 when a woman was bitten after waiting three months. She had only waited three months. And they have they have two other ones, 2001 and 2009. It feels to me that at fairly regular intervals, the snake community is saying, fuck you, please stop doing this. Yes, yes. And nobody's hearing them. <laughs> but, okay. But, but also, what it also says to me is snake wine must be the shit because people are okay. willing to get bit by a snake to drink it. Well, this is what I'm wondering. Do people, know? maybe they don't know. Like maybe that, you know, I'm not saying that there's a conspiracy here, but there's a conspiracy here. And I think that there's a conspiracy of covering up going on because I think that the snake wine manufacturers have covered up this problem and people don't know. Because let me tell you what's not worth getting bit by a snake, opening any bottle of wine. Like no. there's no, if it was, if it was a bottle of wine, the most expensive bottle of wine there's ever been, but you told me there's a chance that there's a live snake that'll jump out and bite me. I'm not opening it. Well, and here's the thing. The snake wine is supposed to be medicinal, but what, what, if it don't cure the fucking snake bite, <laughs> then what the fuck good is it? What yeah. the fuck good is it? Also, I'm highly suspicious of any cure that has the word wine in it. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I know you're not, wino. <laughs> I know that. But I'm saying, I believe, the, again, another thing you were raised on, which is liquor is medicinal. Well, I tell you how many times, for instance, I've been sick or something, and you've been like, oh, make yourself a little, well, not a hot toddy. What do you call it? A hot Make yourself a little hot toddy. I'm like, I broke my foot. You're like, make yourself a little, that's when you, you, get, you drink a hot toddy. Yeah, go right to sleep. I don't. This is back when giving back in the times, Francis is from it was okay to give children liquor because you apparently you know you didn't know how long people were gonna live. Give a give a shot of that old granddad. <laughs> Remember that? Except except when it was when you had it, it was young man. <laughs> young <laughs> it was man. Old, it wasn't old. Remember, Remember old granddad with the orange uh, label? I don't know this product. I've heard of it from you. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm old grand. No, I know it's a shitty whiskey, isn't it? Isn't it like a whiskey? It's, it's a shitty old whiskey, old people yeah. whiskey. But this is the deal, dude. I am so on the snake side in this. <laughs> okay, and also he was opening this bottle for his son who was sick. If I'm your son, can we go to the doctor? Can we pretty please just go to the doctor? Please let me put some uh, snake wine. Can we not? Can we not fuck with the snake wine? No, I fucks with snake wine. Please, please. If you got a dash, I'm gonna pour it on you. If you got a problem on the inside, I'm gonna pour it in you. If once you wake up from your venomous bite. This it's ridiculous. Okay, this thing about like just please stop putting live animals in things, please. Okay, somebody write to us. Somebody has to remember the times. There were times <laughs> when we used to put live things in things and then give them to children. Yeah, I'm not saying that that didn't happen. I'm just saying it didn't happen in my lifetime. <laughs> I don't know. It happened in your life. If it happened in my lifetime, it happened in your lifetime clearly i'm just saying those two years difference were a big fucking two years a lot changed a lot changed no no next up okay i'm gonna change the subject that's what's gonna change <laughs> so old so old this is from secretary damselfly thank you so much 
Florida man found stuck and screaming in porta potty, arrested on drug charges. Can I say how upsetting this headline is? Because I'm 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 feeling nothing but sad for stuck in a porta potty. And I'm like, arrested on drug charges. <laughs> a Florida man was found screaming after being trapped in a portable toilet. So I guess he, this 34-year-old James Gauss uh, could be heard screaming for help on a Sunday night while he was trapped in a porta potty. According to the Naples police, the arriving officer heard his screams and saw his... This is what I don't understand, and I need a visual for this, Angela. And saw his foot sticking out of the porta potty door. Okay, so stop there, because every porta potty door I know. So it's like as if the door got slammed on his foot. Yeah, but... I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I haven't been in a porter potty in a while. Okay, I'll admit to that. But the last time I was in one, the doors weren't what I'd call heavy. No, no. And I don't understand how it was locked or he was in shut in here. The only thing that makes the only way that this him getting stuck makes sense to me is finding out that he was on drugs. <laughs> because <laughs> Because I'm like trying to, and also I can't think of a worse place to get stuck. Like it's like that is horrifying. And they don't have in here how long, and I don't know if he knew how long he'd been trapped in there or where this was. Yeah. He told the police that his foot had become stuck and was unable, he was unable to get his foot released. Which I, I'm like I said, I'm having trouble understanding how this happened, but we don't have that information. And so um, the police now the police officer has identified himself as a police officer right Mm -hmm. and they're able to they're using the language here is overblown but they're able to release him from this nightmarish enclosure and then they asked him to just wait a second while they search the porta potty now this this is why this man is in the idiot column because he was in that porta potty quite doing about to do or having done drugs because what they found was a small bag containing a white powdery substance that later tested positive for fentanyl and a syringe and a medium-sized bag containing more smaller bags so here's that he went to poor potty to 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 do some drugs or pick up drugs or drop them off or whatever but all this he got stuck police come they let him out francis my problem is you are literally in a place where you can dispose of this evidence yep you are literally all you have to do is, is dumb. throw it down there. And what I know about police is they are not going in there to get this evidence. No, they're not. No, they're not. Like the likelihood of that is so slim that that let me tell you, and I'm not trying to help people commit crimes because that's wrong, but if you are ever holding and there's a porta potty nearby, <laughs> throw it in there because I use it. Like, but you know what? This is my thing. How, for me, this guy doesn't understand how lucky he was. He was on his way in to use drugs that had fentanyl in yes. it, which would have killed, it would have killed him. Probably. Could have, Probably for sure. killed him. Could have absolutely done that. But here's the thing. You were using a needle in a porta potty so you don't make good decisions, okay? <laughs> you know what? You know what? Touche, my, my dear friend. Too fucking shay. 
You do not, you do not access veins in a place where there is open feces. What are you doing? Oh my God. You are so right. You know what? Why am I worried about the fentanyl? <laughs> that's, that's a couple. That's a couple lines. That's way past sepsis. He's already <laughs> oh my fucking dead from oh the instant sepsis. Oh my god, you are so right. Let me tell you something. The use of porta potties is already a concession to health, in my opinion. Right? Yeah. Like I'm like, okay, I, this is better than pissing on the ground for everyone. Right. So, but but really, I I it is a place that I am terrified to go <laughs> like where the waters of Shiloh take you same deal Shiloh same deal I, mean, I like porta potties I'm grateful for them well because... you are because at, and you must, you really have to go if you're using one right that's right <laughs> so... you're desperate you are desperate but here's the deal if you're holding and the police are rescuing you you have to get rid of the drugs which tells me this person has a significant issue with addiction because you have to get rid of those drugs what do you think they go yeah but literally they they tell you they're gonna search the porta potty yeah yeah like what the fuck no you stupid you stupid we'll be right back after these messages hello i'm jeff stein and I'm Jean Meserve. Together, we host the Spy Talk podcast. Every week, we delve into the worlds of intelligence, foreign policy, military operations, and the intersection of all three in national security issues. Spycraft, cybersecurity, violent extremism, whether at home or abroad, technology's impact on intelligence gathering. We cover it all and much more. We interview former spooks, military officers, government officials, journalists, and national security researchers, leveraging our backgrounds in military intelligence and homeland security, along with our decades of experience as journalists and news organizations like Newsweek, The Washington Post, and CNN. So join us every Thursday for a new episode of Spy Talk, available wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. Next up, this is from Shannon W. and Donnie J. Okay. Whew. Woman calls 911 over KFC order. Quote, I want my chicken. Okay. I can already tell you. I'm on her side. <laughs> okay. But we do have to say... Everyone, you need to manage, manage your, your fast food expectations. expectations. Okay? Please. Here's the problem with having done idiot this long. I too find myself reluctant <laughs> to blame her from the get-go. <laughs> what, I, what I'm gleaning from this headline is that she went to Kentucky Fried Chicken and didn't get chicken. First of all, First that's that's an affrontery. That's thank you, thank you. I, I want you to. I want to back that statement up that you just said. She went to Kentucky Fried Chicken. Mm-hmm. She didn't go to Cindy's Chicken. No, nope. she didn't go to Tommy's Chicken. She went to the Gold Standard. Thank you. She didn't go to Kentucky Fried some kind of something. It says chicken in the damn title. So when I'm not that's walking out right. with. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Here's the problem, though, as is usually the case with idiots. That isn't the whole story. It's weird to me that it's Ohio, but 
basically, she got chicken. She says she didn't get four pieces. Mm-hmm. She only got four pieces, and she thought she ordered. Does it say how much she thought she ordered? Eight. She she got shorted Eight. four oh, pieces. There it is. So she says she got shorted four pieces. So yeah. So she goes in. She orders a eight piece now, and I understand that because when you get home and you're expecting eight pieces of chicken and you only got four, somebody's gonna be less some chicken. You can't walk in like that, right? That's an issue. Yeah. But how do we handle that? Do we handle that by calling nine one one? Because is this an emergency? Uh, Well, yeah, it is an emergency because there's chicken in the name. I'm going to tell you, to me, it rises to an emergency if you find out once you're home. Because when you open that bag, and I'm assuming, which I probably shouldn't, that there are other people waiting on this chicken. Everybody waiting on this chicken. Yes. If you try to come in there with less pieces, there's going to be a problem, okay? Yes, yes. That's going to end up, you end up calling 911 for the, so I get if you open the bag once you're away from there, but you're at the KFC, and my guess is they have more chicken. (laughs) So you can get, make a complaint to them. What I feel like, the fact that they weren't willing to give her four more pieces or that part, that's not part of the story, suggests to me that perhaps there's a good chance she did not order or pay for eight right pieces of chicken and also as a police officer i'm gonna need to smell your breath (laughs) and i need to see those fingers totally are they greasy do they smell like kfc because if you've because this the other thing did she hork down for real quick and then realize she didn't have enough money to replace it and when she got home she was gonna get stabbed for not having enough chicken so she had to fucking come up with this story and then she got afraid for her life so she called 911 because she felt her life was in danger yeah that could be it but the police say (laughs) the police say they go, they talk to her on the phone. They go, there is not much the police can do about it, the dispatcher says on the call. And the, an officer was eventually, this is what kills me, eventually dispatched to the scene. Yes. After insistence from the customer that she needed their assistance. She's sitting there on the phone going, no, no, no. You need to get your ass here and get me these four pieces of chicken. The Euclid Police Chief Scott Meyer said, quote, while we are here to serve the public, an incorrect drive through order is not a police matter. Now, that is true, but maybe we need to look at that. I, I, I'm about to say we've been doing Idiot of the Week for a long time, long, yeah. long, 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 long time, long. almost as long as Francis's childhood. And <laughs> when I tell you that, that, that every week there are dozens of these that we don't read. Yeah. Right. Like, and then there are probably hundreds more that don't ever make it to the level of getting being written about. Mm-hmm. As we've said a number of times, the most dangerous job on this planet is drive through at a fast food restaurant in this country. Okay. Yes, Fuck Lord. deadliest catch. They are wusses. They don't know what danger is. No, this, especially if you're taking the night shift to early morning, that is the most dangerous job. These people deserve much more than $15 an hour. Mm-hmm. Like they need hazard pay. And I think maybe it's time we have, you know how like at some point the incorrect words that we think of is because like at some point, irregardless will be in the dictionary. Right. It, like it will become an actual word at some point because of usage, because that's how things evolve. I believe we've, we may have evolved to a point where we do need a police part of the police that is there to deal with, with incorrect drive through orders. And I know that sounds crazy, but I don't know what else to do, Francis. Well, you know what we need? 
What we need is an, a, a food ambassador is what we need. <laughs> a drive through food ambassador or a fast food ambassador? A fast food drive through ambassador. Someone who understands the bylaws <laughs> and has the correct levels of judgment. Okay. Mm-hmm. Someone who is fit for this position. Mm-hmm. Who understands Mm -hmm. that if you get 90% of your order in your hands, in the bag, you're lucky. That's right. And I'm going to tell you this. And none of this, you can't be, you can't have this position if you're a vegan or vegetarian or you take at all care of yourself. This job requires that you be fluent in fast food. That's right. That you can tell me the difference between a McDonald's fry and a Burger King fry because there is a difference. There's a huge difference. There's not the same charge. And you have to know what's on the menu. That's right. There's not the same charge. Like if you fuck up on Burger King fries, it's not the same thing as fucking up on McDonald's fries. That's a, that's punishable by life in prison. Fucking up McDonald's fries, Burger King fries. That's not the issue. You got to fuck with the Whopper to get into that kind of, that kind of time. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. In that territory. Absolutely. Absolutely. Stop calling 911 over this shit. <laughs> oh okay. my god. Next up, this is from Tad H. Thank you. Thank you, Tad. Tad H. Alabama man allegedly hires wrecker to steal 70 ton crane to sell for scrap. I like I like it when people, you know, get some eh. This has Moxie. Some this moxie has Moxie to their to their cry. It, it takes a moxie. special that's what it takes a special kind of criminal to to involve other people in your crime without telling them. Yes. Like yes. the audacity of this, audacity here can also double for stupidity. Yes. Yes. An Alabama man is in fact behind bars after authorities said he tried to steal a 70-ton crane. Now I want to I want to stop at 70 ton crane for a moment. This is not a great well, I get that if you if you know, hey, if you were in the scrap metal game, which I am not, I don't know how much that's worth. But I get that it was like seeing a diamond in a field, right? Like I get that you were like, ooh. Here's this, however many hundreds or perhaps thousands. If you know how much 70 tons of scrap metal can be worth, please let us know at franjo08 at gmail.com. I get that you, this person, that this was left someplace, some construction zone, probably hadn't been touched in a while. And people were like, we've all had that situation, right? There was that place across the street from where I lived that had been, they'd been building it for like five, six years. In fact, I think it's still not yep. built. And so there's equipment, a piece of heavy equipment there. And you thought, you know, what, I'm going to take this. But here's the thing. Stealing, stealing something that is 70 pounds is going to be hard. 70 tons and awkwardly shaped and large enough to see from great distances. That's, that's a heavy duty crime. Yes, yes, yes. Well, the police responded to a call of theft in progress. When they arrived on the scene, they met with the owner of a record service who told them a man had called him to help him pull the crane out of a wooded area behind a residence. The suspect, identified as 26-year-old Kenny Kent Mims, told the record (laughs) that the crane had been given to him and then he planned to take it to a local scrapyard to sell. This is what I love. This is how I know that these people are white. Mm-hmm. 
You can walk in and say, this is mine, pick it up, take it someplace. And no one requires a drop of identification, ownership, bill of sale, information, nothing. Just on your word. Or I'm going to say it like this. A few weeks ago, remember it was um I cannot remember his name. He's um I want to say he might be a director, black guy director, black man. He uh, they called the police. A bank teller called the police on him when he was taking money out of his own account at the bank. Like he yep. had ID and everything. He was just trying to get money out of his own account, but it was a large amount of cash. So she felt that he was threatening in some. He was standing there. He didn't do anything wrong except try to get his own money. Yeah. So yeah, not only are these people white, but understand that. The only reason this person got caught is because, and this is where I go, this is makes you even dumber. This is a small town, right, in Alabama. And and so the only, their problem, I guess, is there aren't a lot of wreckers, right? There aren't a lot of people who could go get a 70-ton crane, yeah. especially just like that on the fly, right? Can you come here and get this crane? So as it turns out, the person who he called had moved this crane before. Yep. So they knew the, who the owner, they knew who used to be the owner, as this guy might have been suggesting, this criminal Johnny Kent, uh, Mims. So he called that person. They said, no, that's my crane. And I know I didn't ask anybody to move it. And then he called the police. So when the police came, they were able to arrest him. And had, but had he not, not moved this crane before, this, this would have worked, it looks like. That's right. Exactly. Which says that he's probably done it before. And, and here's the thing. When they tried to drive away with the crane, in, in fact, the police get there and Mims tries to drive away in the crane. Now, this is 70 tons. Bitch, where are you going? He fled, but runs into a ditch. This is where I go, we need a talk screen. Because did you really think you were about to outrun the cops in a crane? <laughs> like, I mean, I I know I don't know the speed capacity on these these machines, but I've, I I don't I have a I just believe deeply in my soul that they cannot outrun a, any car. <laughs> like I don't know how fast a semi ton crane can move. Well, I know you Yeah, you're not the General Lee. Thank Where you. Where you think you're going? That I mean, that is some stupid ass shit. Okay, let's let's review. Okay, we have the the Florida man. Um, oh wait, we have the venomous, the snake biting the, out of the snake wine. Yes, we got the Florida man found stuck and screaming in a porta potty, arrested on drug charges. Then we got the woman who called nine one one over her KFC order. Yes, and then we have the Alabama man who hires a wrecker to steal seventy ton crane to sell for scrap. I... It's it's hard. Ooh. I'm tempted. Here's the thing. Although we didn't spend as much time on it, I am tempted to go with the scrap metal guy. Me too. I think he's the he's the biggest idiot. Yeah, because everything, all the other ones have have some kind of meth or something all over them. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like like the, even the KFC order. I mean. I know we all want our, you know, when you have a taste for something, you want it and everything's mm-hmm. out of control and everybody's on a very, 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 we're just all wound too tight. But I got to go with when you think you can steal a 70 ton crane and then on top of it, you think you're going to have some sort of police chase that you're going mm-hmm. to win. 
<laughs> like Angela, there was a time in this country. There was a time. There was a time in this country that if you were gonna have something called snake wine, you know, you had a piece mm-hmm. of the snake, not the whole snake, not the live snake, you know. That's right. And and usually, God bless it, that snake would have passed. You know what I'm saying? But you get what you get and you don't get upset. You put a live snake in a bottle, then you get a live snake come out, that's on you. That's karma. That's in the, that's justice. As far as I'm concerned, there was a time in this country when if you if you needed a little medicine, maybe you had a little Nyquil, a little Robitussin. Okay, you didn't go for snaking a bottle. Is that doesn't make any sense, Francis? There was a time in this country. It's a time in this country when if you were gonna if you were gonna um use a needle. Or, 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 you know, a, you know, access the internals of your body. You would want to do that as far away from fecal matter, matter as possible. Okay? Yes, you You, you, yes, you, you, you would, everybody knows that, that that's, you want to get as cleanly in an environment as you can. <laughs> I'm Francis Callion. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to Idiot of the Week. Week, 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 week. Remember, we are all the snake in the bottle. <laughs> we are all the snake in the bottle. It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter, and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth. <laughs>